Well, here we are, June 2021. Happy summer to all of you out there. Uh, For those of us in education, like myself, summer begins when the school year ends. And I appreciate those who reached out as we took off the last week from recordings, uh, the first year of summer vacation for me this year. And uh, as I'm going to be traveling and digging into some of the summer tasks that come out over the next few months, um, I'm still planning to release podcasts, but they may look a little different here and there for a short stretch of time as I take some time this summer to tackle some summer projects, rest, and of course do things with my family. Well, you'll hear about that later. But I pray that these podcasts will continue to be impactful on you as I share with you what God has laid upon my heart to bring to you. The best way to get updates about new releases is to follow us on Instagram, get updates about new episodes, participate in contests, be part of surveys, and more. Give us a follow. Our account is at Q on Q. Well, my 23rd year as a school teacher wrapped up a little over a week ago, and boy, it was one I soon won't forget. As I reflect upon the twists and turns that this school year included, I think back to the many challenges that teachers were faced with that we overcame this year. Let's be honest, some of these challenges are difficult to discuss and revisit, but they remind us of all the ways in which our strength and passion for teaching helped us overcome them. Teachers learned new strategies and found different ways to do things, um, motivate kids and inspire. Students showed us the maturity to overcome challenges and solve problems in some very impressive and sometimes unexpected ways. I am so blessed to continue to get to do what I do, what I feel I've been called to do. But right now, it's summer break, and I have to say this out loud, I'm tired. Gonna be pretty honest with you here. This year was exhausting, and many days it was hard to put my best foot forward and put on a smile and to be the light in what is sometimes, you know, confusing times. Many hours were spent learning new things, many days and weeks were spent shifting curriculum around, coming up with new ideas, coming up with new assignments, developing new tasks, working on new websites, preparing new materials, and all while still being a dad, doing my normal daily responsibilities, doing things for church, and preparing this podcast, still writing music. Where were all the hours in the day? Well, they were there, but they were packed, and I'm tired. Physically drained, but more than that, exhausted from the planning, thinking, and organizing. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love what I do, and every moment of that exhaustion was worth it for what we were able to provide for students this year. But what about you? Is there something out there that's got you tired or worn out or exhausted, and you just don't know what to do about it? Are you tired? And I'm not talking about just being physically tired. What about being tired emotionally? mentally, or even spiritually. You might be tired of waiting for the right job, tired of being single, or tired of your marriage, tired of paying bills each month, tired of needy friends and relatives. The list could go on and on. Maybe even your tiredness has turned into something more, and you have a true physical or emotional concern that has developed from being tired. Maybe you're tired of crying, tired of yelling, tired of pretending, Tired of feeling stuck, needing help, tired of feeling empty, tired of just not being able to let go, tired of dreaming for what you think you can never have, or most of all, maybe you're just tired of being tired. Let me be 
completely transparent with you here. I am blessed beyond measure, have an incredible family and a wonderful career and an incredible church family and everything I could possibly need or ask for, and I really couldn't ask for much else. But I am tired <laughs> between work and kids and responsibilities and never seemingly getting a full night's sleep. I just never feel truly rested. And I'm not just talking physically here. I've put on a few pounds and can't seem to find the motivation or the time to take care of that. I'm tired of juggling. It seems like there's so many balls in the air sometimes. I'm just going to let something fall. God has given me so many wonderful promises, but when will enough be enough? Here's where I can give you a little encouragement. I'm tired, but I will not quit. So let me offer you this. There is no tired that is so far into the pit of exhaustion or uncertainty that you can't escape from that tiredness. Here's why I won't quit and why I don't let this tiredness get the best of me. You see, God has placed me in this season right now and in my calling with my family and my friends that I have right now. And what he's called me to and for is worth more than any exhaustion. And I know that what God has for me will far outweigh any difficulties, frustration, or tiredness I might experience. I know that even in silence, he is not still. He's always working, preparing opportunities, and literally moving heaven and earth to accomplish his purposes for my life. He is my sustainer, my restoration, my strength. Listen to this reminder from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 28 to 31. This is the amplified version. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become tired or grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who has no might, he increases power. Even youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look up, and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Now, this doesn't mean we should just go and go and go and go, and then we're, when we're on verge of collapse, God is just going to scoop us up. It's imperative that we take care of ourselves. The way we treat ourselves, both in words and actions, is the truest reflection of what we believe about our identity. When we think about the fact that God crafted our bodies in his own image, we realize that we need to take care of ourselves our physical health. We need to be good stewards of this gift that the Lord has given us. We sometimes work ourselves so ragged that we forget this fact. If we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of and serve others. If we don't love ourselves, how will we have the energy to effectively and fervently love others? So when you're feeling tired, rest. Even if that means putting downtime in your schedule. I learned a long time ago that constantly saying yes, especially for the wrong reasons, means you're stretching yourself so thin you can't adequately give to all the things you've committed to. And then subsequently, things start to fall by the wayside. Your commitments, your relationships, your physical health, your emotional health, and even sometimes your spiritual health. Caring about yourself will affirm and build your faith in your identity in Christ. When you focus on these biblical truths and treat yourself accordingly, it will become the reality that your words and your actions come from.
When exhaustion hits us, it's super easy to choose our own path and choose it quickly. Sometimes in haste, people just want to quit or give up or withdraw themselves. God's road always leads you on a journey that has a purpose, and it always produces character and fruit. So what's my plan for the summer? Well, God has poured into me so many creative ideas and opportunities, and I'm going to try to run with some of them this summer. I'm excited to dig into some new adventures and, of course, spend time on ones that have been developing for a long time. I'm going to be writing some new music, um, looking forward to releasing some new cover videos this summer. But what I'm really excited about is taking time to cherish the moments I have with my family. Both of my kids are home this summer, and when you have a 19 and 15-year-old at home for three to four months, that doesn't always happen, so I want to cherish these times. We'll be taking some day trips, doing some destination unknown trips. We just finished one of those, which was a blast. Playing lots of games, doing some swimming, just spending time together. And perhaps most importantly, I'll take some time for me. There's no denying that, uh, you know, I don't always focus on my physical health. And though sometimes people tell me, yeah, you don't need to lose weight. I know that, you know, it contributes to me being tired sometimes. I've been watching what I eat, what I eat, and how much I eat, and trying to stay moving. And I plan to keep doing that this summer, trying not to just plop on the couch when it's 90 degrees outside. I'm saying right now, this is going to be the best summer ever. Words carry power. This is an opportunity for me to renew, refocus, and recharge. So you might be saying, well, that's easier said than done. When you're at the end of your rope and the word tired has new meaning to you, remember this. Even at your best, you are still weaker than God's weakest point. Let me say that again. Even at your very best, you are still weaker than than God's weakest point. You don't have to carry the burden for everything. God has already done that for you. And he is the one who will give you strength when you need it, when you're weary. Don't hesitate for one second to tap into that strength by asking him for your strength to be renewed each and every day. No matter how much you may feel like you're stuck in a vicious cycle of work and exhaustion and the road seems long and you're ready to give up, keep pressing forward and choose hope. If you put your trust in God, there is strength and hope to be found in every situation, in every circumstance, even in every moment of exhaustion. Listen to this reminder from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. And this is the NIV. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. You see, when we rest in him, we get the opportunity to be still and hear his heart. And when we hear his heart and allow that to flow through us, his love for us and others will pour out of our lives. And instead of feeling empty and exhausted and done, we get to sit under his waterfall of mercy and receive an outpouring. And instead of trying to just spread out your energy between all of your daily commitments, just try to rest in him. Take time and just listen. Pray. Be filled. God is so faithful. His to-do list is short, but his grace is never ending. I'd love to hear about ways that you find rest in him and allow yourself to focus and refocus when you're tired, whether it's journaling, being intentional with something, taking a nap, 
I'd love to hear ways that you are able to rest. Drop me a note on Instagram at QonQ or through my website on my contact page, QonQ.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you back here next time, and we'll have more for you on Cue.